Welcome to Fresh Word. And it's been quite exciting talking about the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. In our first video, we discussed about the greatest promise from Jesus. And the promise is that he's coming to receive us to himself so we can be with him. Wherever he is, we'll be there. And that we are waiting for his coming. And his coming is the biggest promise for us right now. Of course, he's going to bless us in this world where we are right now. He's going to heal us. He's going to provide for us. He's going to protect us and deliver us. But those are just not the best promise. The best promise is himself coming for us and take us to fulfill an everlasting destiny with him, to be with him forever. And when it comes again, what will actually will happen? Let's talk about that for a few minutes. And how do you prepare for that coming? There are a lot of things that are scaring us today, a lot of bad news. But let's look at the goodness of Jesus Christ about his own coming for us. Let's open first of all to Philippians chapter 3, read verse 20. Paul was talking about the coming of the Lord and our lifestyle with him. Listen to this. Philippians 3.20 For our citizenship is in heaven. So we are heaven citizens. From that place we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you eagerly waiting? He said, he said we are heaven citizens but we are also waiting eagerly for the coming. Remember I said John 14 he will come to take us to himself and I will be with him. So Paul said, from that place, we're already citizens there of heaven. From that place, we are expecting him to come. Now, when he comes, what will happen? Look at verse 21. We read verse 20. 21 says, we will, that's when he comes, we will transform our lowly body that it may be conformed to his own glorious body according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. So, when he comes back again, there's one major work he needs to do in our lives. As he comes for all his saints, those who believe in him, in the Father and in the Lord Jesus Christ, he will transform our lowly body. This our bodies, this our, our mortal bodies. As, as soon as he comes to take us home, we cannot go like this with this filthy body. We can't go with this lowly body. It doesn't fit the ceremony. It doesn't fit meeting the bridegroom. So he will transform our lowly body and it will become like his own body, glorious body. Can you imagine a bridegroom well dressed up going to the wedding and the bride is in rags? That's unthinkable. So we will have to remove the rags, call our physical bodies, our mortal body that can last forever and give us new garments, new bodies that are, that, that are glorious for each one of us. Let's look at that more in the first book of Thessalonians. Paul was discussing this more with the church. When Christians were dying that time, people were getting really hopeless. When will Christ come again? And Paul now gave them a promise, re-emphasizing this promise again of the coming of Jesus, even for those who are already dead. What will happen to them? Chapter 4 of the epistle of Thessalonians, first epistle of Thessalonians, chapter 4. Let's look at verse 14. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep, those who are dead in Christ. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. Those who are dead, who are dead in the grave, their bodies and the grave, when Jesus comes, they will also, also have the new bodies. 
Let's keep reading. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven. That's when it comes. With a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. That means they will have new bodies. They'll be given glorious bodies first. And we who are alive, still in our physical bodies, and remain shall be caught up. That means we'll be changed, our body, together with them in the cloud. That word caught up is the word for rapture. So the rapture means that our body will be transformed, that lowly body, to glorious body, and to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. Now, we're not going to have physical union with Christ. We're going to be around him forever. We're not going to be no longer separated. Let's look at what happens that day to our body. Let's hear from 1 Corinthians 15 from Apostle Paul again. The Lord gave him the revelation of his coming and what will happen to our physical bodies that are present now. Let's go to chapter 15, 1 Corinthians 15. Let's look at verse uh, 51. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkle of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible. That means they have new bodies that can never die. And we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So, when this corruptible has put on incorruption, and this mortal has put on immortality, that's our body, glorious body now, then shall be brought to pass the same that is written. Death, physical death, is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, grave, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, let's not close now. How do we not prepare for his coming? Say, therefore, verse 58, 1 Corinthians 15. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abandoning in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain, the Lord. How do you prepare for his coming? How do you get ready for his second coming? People have scared us with all kinds of things. But Jesus said, this how to prepare. He gave preparation method to Paul. And he said, therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast. That means settle down your faith. Settle down. Be grounded and settle your faith. Immovable. Don't move away from the hope of the gospel. Stay put in the gospel. Grow in that gospel. Become vibrant. Become What's the word I can use? Become flourishing the gospel. Growing the gospel. Be establishing the gospel. Learn the word of God. Be established Christian. They said, always abandon in the work of the Lord. Knowing that your labor is not in vain. Always abandon. Go to work. Because it's coming one day when he will reward us for what we've done for his kingdom and for his name and for his people. So let's get to work and get that job done. I want to read that place in Passion Translation, chapter 50, verse 58 of 1 Corinthians 15. It's beautiful. Talking about our preparation for the coming of the Lord. And it will really encourage you to see that you are going to see him one day. Because that day is coming, be steadfast now. Be unmovable. Listen to this. Chapter 15, 1 Corinthians 15. Verse 58. So now, beloved one, stand firm and secure. Live your lives with an unshakable confidence. Wow, I love that. Live your life with what? Unshakable confidence in Christ Jesus, in the gospel, in the kingdom of God. And stand firm in the faith. Don't back off. He said, we know that we prosper 
and excel in every season by serving the Lord. Wow. So our prosperity and our excelling is in serving the Lord. The more we serve the Lord, the more we prosper here and the more we'll have reward in heaven because we are assured that our union with the Lord makes our labor productive with fruit that endures. Our union with Jesus, waiting for his coming, is making whatever we do right now to become productive, knowing that it will fully reward us. He said, I'm coming quickly, and my reward is with me. It's coming to make us his glorious people. Don't forget that the greatest promise of Jesus is that I, I am preparing a place for you, and I'll come for you and take you to my side. That where I am, you'll be also. And we can say, be standing firm. Be secure in your faith. Do what next? Be unshakable in your confidence in the Lord. And keep working. Keep serving him. Because one day, we'll break through the sky and you'll see him face to face. That'll be a great day. And you will collect your reward for serving him. He said, even a cup of cold water that you give to his disciple in his name will not go without reward. So let's get busy before he comes. God bless you.